You're listening to the GU Podcast with Megan and Jade. We'll be chatting about self-pleasure, mental health, careers, sex, relationships, and everything in between. Nothing is TMI, so strap in and strap on. Welcome to the latest GU podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about sex, masturbation, and the sometimes hard to find <laughs> orgasm. When we think about sex and masturbation, it has changed a lot since I was a lot younger looking for this type of content. Oh my God, I'm 30 now and things are so different. <laughs> I think back when we were growing up, there wasn't a whole lot of talk around it there was a huge stigma around masturbation and what that was especially for the female yeah definitely population i don't remember having a conversation with any of my girlfriends maybe prior to being like 18 Mm -hmm. possibly or even older about it and i don't really recall the sex education in primary school or high school being very good yeah i would be the same i don't actually recall i remember actually the sex education at high school and it was very like um if you have sex you will get pregnant and then it just moved on <laughs> just skipped everything else it's like don't do it because you will get pregnant yep. and you will die yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i missed i was away when you had the old condom on the banana in uh-huh. high school and i was so devo so i was like oh i wanted to put a condom on a banana and they only ever did it once and then that was it well i was three years behind you and we definitely didn't get the yeah. condom on the banana so <laughs> maybe you missed the last one oh, okay maybe um i think sex with sex not being talked about amongst friend groups um created a stigma like amongst ourselves it wasn't even that um you know, you couldn't talk about it because men, like it was embarrassing with like men or your parents. It, I found it quite weird that it wasn't spoken about in female friend groups. Yeah. Because it's spoken about now. It was like really embarrassing. Yeah. And even the thought of bringing it up with your girlfriends was like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm like a freak. Like I can't talk about masturbation with them. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was the dolly or the girlfriend magazines yes. those sealed sections mm-hmm. that you like had to rip open because they were super kinky but yep. they weren't really <laughs> i think maybe it wasn't spoken about because no one truly actually had a good time having sex like you had sex and you just thought that you were supposed to enjoy it that way and when you didn't you pretended like you did i don't know yeah so yep. instead of talking about it like okay like i, I had sex and it wasn't like this mind-blowing experience why not? Everyone just assumed that was normal or like they were weird for speaking out. So I don't know. It was like it was normalized. I don't think I talked about sex with any of my girlfriends for years. And I, like my first time, and I'm sure a lot of other people can relate, was disappointing. Mm-hmm. And it made me feel like there was something wrong with me. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, why didn't I orgasm? Like, mm-hmm. what? happened what went wrong like something's wrong with me and I had no one to talk to so I for years couldn't come through just penetration I always thought like what is wrong with my vagina yeah like just work properly Uh uh-huh yeah definitely and I think even if you did speak up and have those conversations like we're having now um maybe the maturity levels weren't there either I know um when sex started becoming a thing in my age group at high school um, like you couldn't speak about it without like 
it was it was weird with the boys to speak about it. They were, it was yeah. very taboo, um, like body hair, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> right? They it was just it was it was a different world. So I think um, yeah, the maturity levels to have those conversations probably weren't there either. Definitely not. <laughs> you just get ribbed on. Oh yeah, like 100%. you can't don't say anything unless you want to die of embarrassment for the rest of high school. So bad. <laughs> I think um, the first conversation I ever had with my friends um, around getting intimate with a guy. I was on the train on the way to the Royal show. <laughs> As you are. <laughs> and we hadn't had conversations previously. So I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to break the ice. I'm going to be like, I'm getting with the guy this weekend, guys. I think like, I think this is going to be it. <laughs> and at the time I didn't know how much body hair was too much. And so right. we, I had to have this like conversation with them. Like, do I shave? <laughs> do boys just like it full blown naked down there? Or do they like a little bit of hair? Like what's, what's the actual go here? Do you ever go full bush? <laughs> And the general said it was just confusion, all around confusion. So yeah. I think I left a little bit of hair and I copped it afterwards at school because I'm like, oh, yeah, there was like a little bit of hair hanging there and it, that's not normal, Megan. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the sex talk stopped after that yeah. with, between me and my friends. I'm like, you've betrayed me, yeah. number one. <laughs> First of all, thanks for stabbing me in the back yeah. and telling me to leave the landing strip. <laughs> oh, gosh. I remember the first time actually trying to shave, the fear that you were going to cut something you're not supposed to yes. cut with a razor. And like how far in there do you really yeah. get? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then waxing, like can't even get us started on waxing. That is a whole experience. A hundred percent. And I just don't have the courage, to be honest, to go in there and bear myself like that to someone. It's a very- it's daunting. Yeah, it is. Very daunting. Spread evil. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I just want to circle back to something mm-hmm. when we I mentioned before orgasms and penetration. Yep. How long did it actually take you to realize that it was completely normal to not always be able to orgasm just with penetration, like a magic trick? A bloody long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think I had an orgasm like with, by myself or with a partner probably until I was in like my early twenties. Yeah. Um. Definitely not in high school. Like. Everything that I did back then, I think, was very much for them, not me. Yes. And I felt like I was broken. And it wasn't until I was with a long-term partner that I was totally comfortable with. Um, and when it happened, I was still in shock as to what that <laughs> feeling was because I'd never had it before. Yeah. Um, and also kind of perplexed at the effort that it took. Um, yeah. I know he was a lot older than me at the time. And, um, yeah, it just... I was like, oh my, I didn't know it was that involved to get me to the same point that it took a man to get to in a very, like a much simpler way. Yeah. How about you? Um, I think I found out because I Googled it. I was yeah. like, what is wrong? <laughs> like, what is going on? And then realized that that's so common that, mm-hmm. you know, not all, some women need like the clitoral stimulation. And then eventually talking to girlfriends about it and I realized that, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the amount of effort that it can take to get to that point. Yeah. And uh, like, I have had a bad experience um, with a partner yeah. where it can take me a while to orgasm mm-hmm. and being told by them that they were bored. Yeah. And that 
really put me off wanting to be intimate with them and like mm-hmm. even wanting to bother with getting myself there so yep. it was like once they were done I was like okay cool finish. you shut off too but at that point if they say a silly comment like that it's like well it's actually it's li- not gonna happen now yeah. like you've turned me off it's and like me- yeah mentally it's like all right like this is done now mm. for me like it's not gonna happen now every time we're in that situation all I'm gonna come back to mm-hmm. is that comment so yeah I think I figured too um at that point in time that sex is different for men and women in that um and even masturbation and that it's very much mental for us like if we're not um attracted to that situation and attracted to that person and a whole heap of things line up it's probably not going to happen for us whereas yeah. for men it can happen just because it feels good but i know when i like masturbate like i'm on page 27 of pornhub man <laughs> i can't just jump onto pornhub go on the first page and flick the bean to the first thing that pops up like it's just i can't it's so true but my partner can and i'm like like what's what's going on so we can't even bring that into our relationship because he's like i'm i'm off it now because we've been scrolling and scrolling <laughs> Or you get the worst thing is when you get into a video and you're like, oh yeah, this is the one, mm-hmm. and something happens and you're like, now I have to get out of this video and go yep. to a different one because you slapped her too hard yes. in the face and I imagined that that hurt and yep. didn't feel good. Now I've got to find her on Instagram and ask her if she's okay. <laughs> I'm just do a welfare check it on this. Like an unsolicited smack to the face. <laughs> oh my god, yes, and like going back to porn, there's mm-hmm. not heaps that's catered to women and then the porn that is in the women category is all this like romantic slow stuff and I'm like that's not my jam either Mm -hmm. like I don't get off to all that sensual the story yeah (laughs) just deliver my pizza yeah Yeah, hurry up (laughs) I think that was a big thing um I noticed with porn when I was maybe like 16 or 17 I had a boyfriend at the time and for them to search porn, it's no big deal. But if I wanted to search porn, it was like this huge deal. <laughs> and because there's nothing really catered to women, um, or if it's not like man on and woman porn, it's like girl on girl. And mm. like if you're watching that back then, it was like, oh, it's like, what are you like batting for the other team because I you're know. watching female porn? I'm like, wow, you do not understand porn and <laughs> anything like that. I yeah, it's not about like. Oh yeah, okay. So you're for the other team now. It's like no, I'm just watching two chicks get off with each other. No one's getting slapped really yeah. hard in the face, and snot is coming out of their nose. No one's finding it hard to breathe. So I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, I think, and it's like a new thing that I found just from like trolling on Reddit and TikTok mm-hmm. is that. Not only are some women, a lot of women, into the girl-on-girl porn, they're actually into the guy-on-guy porn. Yeah. And that was surprising. I want to say it's surprising, but I don't think it is. I think they maybe just don't want to speak about it because, like I said, it it means something to other people. Like, they're going to be embarrassed to be called, like, or be categorised into a certain sexuality. Yeah. When, like, watching porn means nothing. It's just what's good at that time literally is that shallow <laughs> doesn't go into de- into depth any more than that but do you ever have like you've watched porn you've orgasm and you're just <laughs> disgusted with yourself the clean up and then you're like oh you're filth you gotta like go to the shower and look at yourself in the mirror like you should not be doing this yeah. i think we'll have to ask uh when we have the guys on how they feel about that if they ever have that after it's like you animal i can't believe you just masturbated so. to that 
I reckon Nathan will be like, yeah, it's a chore. It's like going to IGA and doing my shops, <laughs> shopping. <laughs> I don't, I feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead inside. Yeah. I just want to get my rocks off and then I want to go home. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think there's like quite a few, there's like more porn like productions coming out where it's all very consensual. Like they all have discussions before it as well. I've like seen some little snippets from behind the scenes. Everyone makes sure they're on the same page. They like check in like during the whole recording and filming. So I think even porn is like moving with the times as well. Yeah. So hopefully there'll be more porn for women that isn't some weird, slow, romantic. Do you want your milk? Milkman? <laughs> Can I please get an extra large pepperoni pizza? <laughs> no, I think that's going back to like yeah. 70s, 80s. Well, I don't, that's, this is like Zach and Mary make porn. Yeah, that's stuff. not even on. what's on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jade, we've all been there. We're tired, stressed and had a long day at work. We want to relax. So what are you going to do? Mm, probably eat some carbs close but what if i told you the best way to release some stress was to treat yourself to a black widow she's quiet discreet and even waterproof i'm sold we even have a 20 percent discount code for our listeners so head over to our website and use the code gu podcast at checkout you can thank us later one thing i want to know is when was the actual point in time when text sexting became a thing i actually don't remember like there's no set point where it was like announced that sexting was a thing it was just something that started happening i feel like it was when i got my first motorola flip phone (laughs) with the adjustable camera that can flick from like the front to the back real quick that was the height of technology 100 (laughs) percent. you could choose your color and you could also start choosing your nudes and who to send them to i think that was like the pivotal point from (laughs) when it happened you could just like set it up dear lord (laughs) (laughs) this is not a good time did you ever get into it though yeah, High school, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I could not imagine doing it now. Like, if I did it now, I'd probably be laughing, like eating a bowl of macaroni or something. Yeah. But back then it was like you had to be, like, super serious about it because you were obviously trying to impress the yeah. person that you were sexting and you wanted to be sexy and hot and you had to put thought into what you were going to say. Mm-hmm. But full scenarios as well. It's so bad. I When I think of sexting, probably a bit weird but I think of like MySpace my MySpace days and the (laughs) photos that I had on there but I was taking my selfies with like my actual digital camera so like your face was completely white out (laughs) with the flash anyway (laughs) I'm like what a time to send nudes yeah I oh god I would be like so embarrassed to see anything that I sent back in the day oh my god I don't want to know no whoever has it I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) I don't actually know if I could say I trust, obviously, like, the boys are with now are a bit different, but um, in the past, I look at, like, the guys that I dated, and I'm like, I wouldn't trust you as far as I can throw you, let alone for you, like, to have a vulnerable nude on your phone just to do as you wish. So true. No, I'm too scared. And it's like, it was just normal. It was like, yeah, cool, like, I'll send you one. Yeah. And now you're like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you at least did put your face in that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think uh, obviously there's like long distance relationships mm-hmm. and especially in Australia and Western Australia, FIFO. So I feel like sexting never went out of style. No. I think it's just changed the way that we do it. And now it's probably like 
phone calls and it's probably progressed into FaceTime. Mm -hmm. I remember getting a FaceTime and it was um, just a dick. Is that even still a FaceTime? No, I don't know. (laughs) But I was like, that. what? No. Put it away. Yeah. No. (laughs) I'm not doing this on FaceTime. (laughs) I must admit, though, I do appreciate a good dirty text. Like when I know somebody has put effort and sat there and just written me a story of how bad they want to be with me over a text message and just sent it in the middle of my day. I appreciate that. But then you get really flustered really and you're like, oh my God, I need to go. How can you put this pressure on me to reply right now as well? But I do still like that. Photos, don't remember the last time I sent a photo to anyone, to be honest. Neither. Um, Sometimes I might send a weird one to Nathan, but it's definitely not for like in a sexual way. Yeah, weird photos, that's just for a laugh. Yeah, it's definitely still for a laugh. Definitely appreciate, though, a well-crafted, dirty text message. Do you remember any times in high school or, like, early 20s where you've experimented with sexting or if it went wrong? Um, I... so I remember, not it's not such a bad story, but I when phone signal never used to be that uh-huh. good, and I was sexting someone, and then my family wanted to go for a drive, and I remember like okay, go for a drive, lost signal in the middle of my sexting. I was devastated because uh-huh. we had such a good flow, and then when I finally got back into signal, they were so pissed because they thought I just stopped replying, yeah. and I was like, no. I lost signal because and you just pissed the entire family trip yep. like you don't know what you've just yep. done to me in my social life and i can't tell you why i'm upset <laughs> because you don't need to know that <laughs> oh, oh my god what about you have you had any embarrassing sexting <clears throat> um yeah i remember one time when i was like i was sleeping on the couch and i was um sexting on my phone my motorola flip phone again <laughs> seems to be a bit of a trend yeah don't think i'll ever buy one again and, um, yeah, I was sexting with this guy at the time and I had no idea what I was talking about or <laughs> at this point in time I hadn't been intimate at all with anybody, like hadn't even looked at a penis before in my life. So, you know, bad time to sex and get wild. And I rem- – it's like it's burnt in my brain because I think it scarred me, but he um, asked what I would do to him and I asked if he would like gobbies or a blowjob. <laughs> and I just remembered it's the same thing. <laughs> One or two years later, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I didn't even give him an ultimatum. You're either getting gobby or you're getting blowjobs, so pick. <laughs> you could have just played it off like, oh, I just don't know what you like to call them. I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. Mm. He probably forgot it like a week later, but it will stick with me for the rest of my life. I, yeah, things like that, and they just randomly pop up into oh, your head, and you're yes. like, seriously, I was having a good day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be having a good experience with my current partner and that would just slip into my mind. I'm like, wow, I've just lost my mojo. You're like, we have to stop this. Yeah. It's just, it's over. It's done. I, yeah. Oh. Like talking about not even like being like had sex or seeing a penis. Same. I was probably sexting and I had not had sex. I don't know. Like, I don't know anything <laughs> about sex because the sex education was like, put a condom on. Yep. Don't have sex. This is what a period is. Like, yep. it was nothing, no real information. I think mm-hmm. you just end up finding that out through gossip with your friends, but, oh, sexting. Yeah. What a what time. A what, a, what an actual terrible time for us. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so final thoughts, I guess, to wrap up this episode. Um, obviously, things are a lot more different for us now in terms of the relationships that we're in and things. How do you think you've evolved um, being in your new relationship? Yeah, it's evolved slowly Mm -hmm. and it's been 
a bit tricky, really. And it's annoying that it's taken me to 30 to be able to have a healthy conversation around sex with my partner. Yeah. Still get a little bit shy as well, to be honest, especially mm-hmm. in previous relationships where you kind of get knocked back yeah. for trying to have that conversation. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm fairly the same. Uh, it's probably up to my recent relationship, to be honest, that I haven't been in fear that if I want to express something that I'm not enjoying or something that I want, it's going to be received in a positive way and I'm not going to be attacked for it and things like that. So I'm, yeah, 100% on the same page. Yeah, it's always fun getting attacked, just trying to bring up something (laughs) normal. (laughs) I guess it's also important leading on from that is that you need to do what feels right for you. Maybe previously we were doing things to appease other people, whereas I think now we're a lot more focused on what's good for us and what we want. Yeah, that's actually a really good point as well, like not doing it just to try and make the other person happy and being actually involved with going, well, this is kind of what I need. Yeah. And with doing what feels good and right for you, if you're doing it with a partner, check in with them Mm -hmm. as well. Just have that conversation because what you enjoy, they might not necessarily enjoy. And don't take cues from porn. (laughs) Don't just do whatever you want. Have the talk. No one likes that. No. No one (laughs) likes a surprise. I guess that also leads into um, different things mean different things for other people. Like intimacy might be actually having sex for one person, but um, for the other party, it might just be kissing and cuddling. So, yeah, I guess feeding off what you've just said, you do need to continuously check in to make sure that, you know, you've got that consent and you're both on the same page um, because, yeah, people have different experiences and intimacy is different for everyone. And that can evolve as well as you get older. Yeah. Like what you enjoy together when you're younger changes as you get older so yeah Mm -hmm. it's always nice to check in i feel like when we were teenagers hooking up meant like a quick peck on the lips at the movies yes and it was like oh my god i just kissed someone we just hooked up (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and when you're checking with your partner and all of that stuff for the guys please don't be intimidated by your partner wanting to bring toys in we've had some messages on our business page even on like personal pages Mm -hmm. when we launched GU about how sex toys are ruining it and we're taking away the men's job your dick still feels amazing (laughs) the toy just adds some extra fun to it and it can make your job easier right yeah absolutely yeah adds that extra layer of fun which I think everybody needs if you're open to it you know why not yeah um in terms of how our wants and needs are received by the GU men now I think they're pretty well on board. I think since releasing yeah. Girls Unhinged, I know for my partner, he's just like, oh, my God, like I didn't even know <laughs> this was a thing. And he gets so excited when we were like trialing our products and all of that kind of stuff. It was a ride for him. <laughs> and I think it really opened his eyes. Um, I know previously, yeah, bringing sex toys into the bedroom for him, it kind of made him feel a bit like inadequate or am I doing something wrong? Like, am I not good enough? And it's taken, I guess, our relationship for him to be like, oh, like this is actually just a bit of fun. And yeah, the sex toy, the Black Widow makes the whole experience even a little bit easier for him. Yeah, that's how my current relationship is as well. This is the first one where it's been like openly welcomed, like, mm-hmm. yes, let's bring sex toys in. And it was actually a bit of a shock for me because I was like, oh, okay, we, we can do this. Yeah. We're going to buy some together. That's mm-hmm. exciting. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I guess too, just to, um, I guess we've spoken about sex and masturbation, but we get that not everybody enjoys it. They might not do it, take part in it for whatever reason, and that's totally fine. So take from this what you Want, yeah, I guess. What you will. We don't judge. Yeah, exactly. I think we should throw a question to our listeners and ask what are their sexting fails or even their sexting wins? Because mm-hmm. we've had you share yours. Do you want gobbies or nice. blowjobs? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's their turn now. 
I think sharing your sexting wins because, as we mentioned, sometimes sexting is all you have and you've just got to make the most of it. That's very true. Someone <laughs> might have like a really juicy win story. Absolutely. That we'd we love. want to hear that. Yes. So I think we'll have a link on our Instagram mm-hmm. and it will be anonymous if you don't want to share your name, don't want us to know who you are. Mm-hmm. If you want to DM us straight up, that is fine. <laughs> we'd love to hear any stories. So that's our sex and masturbation episode done. We hope you've all enjoyed this episode and at least had a laugh at some of our stories. We have laughed at each other's (laughs) stories. Don't forget to follow our socials if you want to stay updated. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just type in Girls Unhinged. You can check out our website. Thank you so much for coming. And you've been listening to the Girls Unhinged podcast. Bye.